it is such an important reminder for when your kids come to you to teach them that if kids are in it with their kids, those are their people, those are their friends. But if there's kids who are throwing stones or in the bleachers, poking fun, teasing, whatever that may be, those are not for your children. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast where we shift your WTF moments into WTL moments and learn together how to transform your life and relationships through social-emotional learning. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, social-emotional learning experts and the co-founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. In each episode, we'll explore the five competencies of SEL, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making, and share practical tips, stories, and strategies for building these skills in ourselves and others. Whether you're a parent, educator, or just looking to improve your own social-emotional well-being, this podcast is for you. Join us as we navigate the exciting and sometimes challenging world of SEL and discover the power that emotional intelligence has to transform our lives and communities. Podcast fam. Hey fam. What's going up? Whoa, it's been a while. Can you tell? Going up. On a Friday. <laughs> What's going on is what I meant to say. Lessonators. How y'all doing? <laughs> I mean, it's Friday, or really when you're tuning into this, but it is it is a day to be alive. It is a day to be alive. And we're really excited to be in your ears or wherever you're listening to us. The show is called What's the Lesson? And in our 35 and 36 years on this earth, we've learned quite a bit of lessons. And what we want to talk to you about today is one that we have learned and are currently still learning because it's applicable to several different areas of our life. It could be individually, within business, in friendships, in really anything that you're doing And it's something that's really poignant for both Jill and I right now to remember. So if it's poignant for us, we figured that someone else out there, regardless of if you're a parent or a girl listening, you could probably stand to use this reminder as well. So wherever you can find yourself within this story, do us a favor and lean into it because it's important to recall and remember This before you get wrapped up in what everyone else thinks of you and what you are doing with your life. And what I want to say around this conversation is it's helped me personally be able to decipher or just know when people or comments are for me and when they're not for me. Because I don't know if there are any other people pleasers tuning in. I am a recovering people pleaser. There are moments where it still creeps in and I totally lose who I am because I'm trying to fit in. And then I have to check myself before I wreck myself around, hang on, I'm not being authentically me and why am I doing this? So this concept, this conversation that we're going to have today has really helped me in knowing 
like who are for me, what decisions are for me. And if people do give me feedback out of love or criticism, how I can take that without making too much meaning from it. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're going to start by reading a well-known speech, and I would guarantee that you've heard it or heard of it at some point in your life, but this is the basis of the conversation that we are having today and why it is applicable to not only the season that we're in right now, but like I said earlier, several other seasons we've been in as well. So quote unquote, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of the deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. The one and only Theodore Roosevelt gave this man in the arena speech during his presidency, and it rings true to this day. So let's unpack this a little bit, shall we, Jill? Yes, I have goosebumps. The word, the phrase around daring greatly gave me full body chills. And it reminds me of someone I'm inspired by and constantly turned to as a teacher is Brene Brown. She was the one who was going through a season I'll never forget watching. I believe I was watching one of her Netflix documentaries and she was having writer's block around her next book and was just uninspired with her life. Her marriage was going through some turmoil and she read this as she was scrolling the internet. And it was those two words daring greatly around she said it hit her like a lightning bolt. And I also feel like people we look up to have those moments as well around, you know, like they're trying to figure out their next steps and we idolize them or we think that they have it all together, but they too are struggling in their growth. And I love that she shares so vulnerably around her growth. And that really spoke to me around, oh my gosh, this man in the arena quote or speech just resonated with her. And when she shared that, I was like, oh, I love that you two have seasons of doubt and it's determining the people who are either for you or not for you. And it just left an impression on my heart and something that Mary and I talk all the time around who's in the arena with us. Those are the people that we will listen to. And the people who are not in the arena, in the rumble, getting dirty, falling down, failing, the people in the bleachers, those people are not for you. Well, and let's bring that full circle. Brene Brown actually wrote a book then called Daring Greatly. Yes. So I wanted to 
close the, the loop on that for you. And let's bring it to modern day times, right? Let's bring it to a baseball diamond. You've got nine players on the field and you've got people in the seats watching them play. The cheap seats are what Jill just referred to as the aluminum seats in the outfield. Usually cost about 14 bucks a seat to get out there. You get a hot dog, you get some popcorn, and you can very easily throw popcorn at people in the outfield, figuratively or literally, because you think you know better. You have opinions of what they should have done, how they should have caught that ball, the way you think the play should have played out. Yet you are not the man in the arena. You are not the player on the field. And it's so poignant for Jill and I right now because we are getting a lot of feedback on the shoulda, coulda, wouldas when people actually have no idea what it takes to run a business of this brand of this magnitude magnitude yes (laughs) running a business is hard and it's way easier to point your finger around yeah the woulda the coulda the shoulda have you thought of this those comments where you're like yes we've thought that's all we do is think about think about things ways to make this business more and more and more valuable for the customers that are coming in we bring this up because like i said earlier People can throw stones at you in your personal life. They can tell you what you should be doing there. They can do it in your relationships. They can do it while you're a student. We have had several conversations with girls from the ages of 10 to 18 where they're like, my mom thinks I should do this. My dad thinks I should do this. My teachers think I should do this. And right, we're putting this hypothetical view on our kids of their potential and what we think their potential could be. And it's so sad because Mm -hmm. then we have opposite conversations around what they'd like to tell their parents, but they're too afraid to do so. And they write things like, well, my mom wants me to play volleyball, but I like dance better. Right. Could you imagine being 10 years into a dance career and not love it one iota, but you're trying to do it because you want to appease your parents? Mm -hmm. And then You get to be an adult and you have a total identity crisis because you actually don't know who you are. That is exactly what we're trying to avoid. Now, don't get it twisted. We love feedback that serves us. And Joe was hinting at this earlier. There's two types of feedback, which we've talked about several times in past episodes. Feedback that is meant in love and that serves our growth or feedback that's just being said to be said, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't care about whether you grow, whether you regress, any of that. And that feedback is something where I'd like to say thank you next. That doesn't serve me in this moment in time. So I'm not going to pick it up and or apply it. But it feels like we've been getting a lot of feedback from the man in the arena from, from that point of view around the people who aren't down on the field, fighting the good fight and getting their face dirty and trying and failing and trying and failing. And that type of criticism, that type of feedback is feedback that makes us want to scream into a pillow because it's so frustrating. It is so energetically exhausting. And that's when you walk away feeling deflated and that I have to I have to go home and, you know, then go and be a family member or a mom or, you know, like you put so much time, attention and energy and then you have to pivot and go and be this other role in your life. And then you fall asleep and you wake up and you do it all again tomorrow. It's all going to be there for you tomorrow. And what has helped remind us, because Mary and I, we 
have a standard at Girls Mentorship where we don't do anything half-ass. We really don't. It is 100%. We pay attention to the details. It's our ethos. It's our essence. And that's how we show up in our personal lives. And that's the impression we want to, to gift our girls as well as our families. And that also puts a lot of pressure on us because we see the vision. We see where we can be in five years. And we love when other people breathe belief into that vision. But sometimes we we have to remind ourselves we're two people. We're two people doing this right now. And one day we will have a team. And one day we will be in other cities. And one day we will be all over the globe. But what's today look like? And whose feedback is going to serve us today? And Who are the people who have been in the arena? Because also, if you are not a business person and you're giving us feedback, it's hard for us to be like, okay, like Mary said, thank you, next. Or it could be like, oh my gosh, that changed everything for us. So what I want to say in this, especially to parents, because I am a parent as well, and it is such an important reminder for when your kids come to you to teach them That if kids are in it with their kids, those are their people. Those are their friends. But if there's kids who are throwing stones or in the bleachers, poking fun, teasing, whatever that may be, those are not for your children. So find yourself in this story, in this conversation, whether you're a parent, a leader, or you're parenting your child because these are the type of skills and tools we teach our girls that are so helpful so that when it happens, because it's not an if, it's a when, they know how to powerfully deal with them. Well, and I think I just want to wrap this episode up by saying, if you let people steal your joy, they will. Even doing the things that you love to do can become a burden and they can become exhausting if you are not taking care of where your mind is and who you're letting into your mind. Anything that you let be an energy leak will drain your energy, and that includes, quote unquote, feedback from people who are just trying to help. A lot of people don't realize that them just trying to help is actually an energy suck, and it makes you question everything you've done up until that point. And the work we're doing within Girls Mentorship is way too good for us to be burnt out and way too good for us to be exhausted on it. So we are very aware of minding when we start to get snippety, right? We we understand that when we start to take on that attitude and that mentality that we need to take a step back and we need to figure out how we find a different path or a different way to go about figuring out the problem of growing this business in a way that's not only sustainable to ourselves and our customers, but also in a way that doesn't lose its value because that's our main mission is to bring value to girls and families across the globe. We started this business based on a lack of things that we had in our childhood and we don't want girls to suffer the same way. That's the mission. So it it can be really difficult to take people's feedback when they say things like, I don't even know, I don't have an example right now, but they say things to take away from the overall mission. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy for that to drain the joy out of the entire thing. But you are in control. You're in control of what you receive and what you don't receive. So remember Theodore Roosevelt. Remember the man in the arena speech. When you start to get down on yourself, if somebody else 
is throwing stones or trying to poke holes in what you are doing because it's very easy in human nature to revert to the negative. It takes a lot more effort and attention to make sure we stay positive. So don't let other people's negative opinions of the world, it has nothing to do with you, let you get down on yourself and what you're doing and what you are trying to create if it's coming from a place of good. And that message goes for your kids as well. If they are trying to do something good, it's generally probably going to rub somebody the wrong way, which Mm -hmm. triggers the commentary and the feedback and all of the other things that people are saying in order to try to take you off your path Mm -hmm. because they see you leveling up and that makes them uncomfortable, whether that's conscious thought or subconscious thought. People would love to drag you down so you stay at the same level rather than see you climb and climb and climb. So take heed. Make sure you're listening to the right people. Surround yourself with people who are candle lighters, not candle blower outers. And make sure that you just put your head down when you need to put your head down. I'm not saying don't take feedback because that would be ludicrous. Take it from the right sources, however, so you don't get burnt out and lose your steam on your mission to greater things. Whew. That was it. I was just going to add, and don't forget to dare greatly. Don't be afraid to go after the promotion. Don't be afraid to step up and be a coach for your kids or a dugout mom or to participate in the PTA because it is so much easier. It is so much easier to talk smack about what's not right versus you being a part of the solution. Allow your children to learn from you by watching you be a part of the solution. That's a whole other episode. People who have a whole lot to say but then don't want to contribute on the back end. It is wild Wild. and we'd be here for another 30 minutes if we started talking about that. (laughs) So go out, like Jill just said, and dare greatly. Don't let the naysayers take you off your path because they're not going to matter in five years. What's going to matter is your regrets towards not taking the steps based on what God has placed on your heart. So go out there and you dare got this. greatly, y'all. We believe in you. Until the next episode, we'll see you <laughs> on What's the Last Bye, everyone. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in with us. If you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one of the following ways. By sharing this episode with a friend or tagging us on your social media, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review, or by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Geneva for girls and parents in the show notes. This is a place where we exchange ideas, post questions, and provide support to each other. Until next time, you guys, remember, being able to shift our WTF moments and finding the lesson instead saves us time and mental energy. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.